Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You're Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, March 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, that's at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Go leave a review. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page at capital L capital O underscore Blackhawks with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Monday's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Coming out a little later tonight with, uh, we got some big things planned later on in this week. Be sure to tune in throughout the week for some pretty awesome announcements. The Lockdown Podcast Network has, uh, some pretty cool things in store coming up, so definitely excited about all of that. But what I'm not all that excited about is the play from the Chicago Blackhawks recently. They lost 6-3 to tonight against the Florida Panthers. They've dropped both games of the series, and they now have also lost four of their last five going back to last weekend against Tampa Bay. Ever since, you know, that, ever since the Hawks squandered that 3 to nothing lead against Tampa Bay, I believe that was last Sunday, just over a week ago now, um, ever since that back-breaking defeat, this team has not looked the same. As I said, losers uh, in four of their last five games, they lost both here against the Panthers down in Florida, they split against Dallas, and then lost two of the three against Tampa Bay. So, not so hot as of late for Chicago. And even in that game that they won against the Stars, that came on Thursday, a little bit of luck there, if you remember correctly, They only had 16 shots on goal total in that game. 16 shots on goal in 60 minutes of play, and they somehow escaped with a 4-2 victory over the Stars. So, easily could have dropped five games in a row here if it wasn't for that one. Um, Just not, not even close to good enough in these crucial games of the regular season. We're now 30 games in, just over the midway point of the season, and the Blackhawks have a 14-11-5 record to show for it, which, don't get me wrong, that's still great and way better than anyone expected. We were thinking this team was going to be thinking draft lottery here to start this season after all the injuries and everything in in December. uh, Definitely wasn't shaping up to be pretty, so uh, 14-11-5 in that regard is phenomenal, A-plus in most people's books, including my own, but I just can't help but think we're not taking advantage of the opportunity presented to us right now. I know that 
as of late, it's been some tough games recently on the schedule. Tampa Bay, Florida, you know, they can make anyone look bad. But after such a strong start to the year, I think, you know, I think it's fair to say we were all a little disappointed to see how we fared against against those top teams. We really let some opportunities get away from us. Three to nothing against Tampa Bay last Sunday, and then we were up four. Uh, we were up. Excuse me. We were up one to nothing on Saturday against the Panthers. Up three to one on Monday. So it, it just clearly showed to me that we still have plenty of work to do before we can be a legitimate contender in this league. But we're not not that far off. I still think. It was, though, you know, kind of the, a little wake-up call for this young Blackhawks squad. But those those are good moments to learn from for sure. They have to look at that, uh, look at each and every step of the season in, in that sort of manner. they got to look at those as a lesson. And right now, the lesson has to be for this team that anything less than their best, it's just not going to cut it. It's not going to be good enough because, let's face it, this isn't a deep team on the roster with all the injuries. Um, there's not a lot of experience in that. And even from behind the bench, for that matter, it's a young coach here in the NHL. So when this team doesn't come out and win the battles they need to in order to have success, the end result doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem to end up in their favor very often. And uh, I think that was one of my biggest takeaways from tonight against the Panthers. I mean... Especially in the final 30 minutes of that game, it seemed like every battle was won by Florida. Along the boards, in front of the net, on special teams, even in the faceoff department. It was all Panthers all the time. And when that happens, you can't be surprised when the end result is a loss. A young group in the Blackhawks here. And Jeremy Colleton, he was noticeably upset during his post-game interview. Not happy at all with his team's performance tonight and I completely understand why it just was not even close to good enough that did not look like a team that was hungry to go out there and prove themselves against one of the best in the in the NHL this year you know I know everyone fought hard and I'm not questioning the effort level from these players but I just didn't think they did the little things on the ice that they need to in order to win we've seen you know their special teams play work in their favor a ton this season. That's when they were playing their best, uh, uh, probably about a month ago when the power play was rolling, they were atop of the league there and actually deserving to be, unlike right now. And also, the penalty kill was playing with a ton of confidence. I believe they killed off like 23 of 25, I believe. Um, You know, and as I said, that's when they were playing their best. But lately, they just haven't been doing those things well. You know, the 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 penalty kill has not been able to get a, a big stop when they need to. The power play hasn't came up clutch for a while now. And also, the defense just has not been strong enough in their own zone. Not clean play. A lot of bad turnovers, and that leads to a lot of bad penalties. And when the penalty kill's bad, that's just a recipe for disaster with this young group. So, a tough one for the Blackhawks tonight. Not able to take any points from this two-game series down in Sunrise, and now just four points up on the Columbus Blue Jackets for the fourth and final playoff spot in the Discover NHL Central Division. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are my quick thoughts on the Blackhawks. 6-3 to loss to the Florida Panthers tonight. 
Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to recap how the Blackhawks blew a 3-1 lead and discuss some of the stats and takeaways from tonight's contest. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I just finished sharing some of my thoughts on the Blackhawks' recent losing skid. Moving on now, I wanted to be sure to quickly go through the game from tonight and do a, a quick recap of how the 6-3 outcome kind of came together. So, starting with the first period, um, not a great first few minutes for the Hawks. They spent a lot of time in their own zone early on. Uh, and even when they did get their chances, or, or had a power play opportunity. Nothing was going on at all. It, it was a, a pretty boring start to this game. But uh, but fortunately for the Hawks, they did manage to find the back of the net first as David Kampf, who jumped up on the top line with Patrick Kane and Alex Dabrinkit for Monday's game. An interesting trio there for sure. Um, but Kampf made the most of his opportunity early on. He forced a turnover on former Blackhawk Anthony Duclair in his own zone, and then Kampf made a nifty little drop pass to set up Patrick Kane for his 12th goal of the season. He beat Bobrovsky 5-hole. That goal actually extended Kane's point streak to three games. More on that top line of he to bring it in Kampf real quick. Um, not surprised to see Carlton jumble up the lines a little bit. The same 18 guys that dressed on Saturday, just a little bit different of a look. We saw, as I said, Kampf up on the top line and Pia Suter moved down to the second line in place of Kampf, so those two just flip-flopped. And then on defense, there were some changes. Keith skated with Connor Murphy, DeHaan skated with Boquist, and then Zadorov with Mitchell. But the move of Kampf to the top line, I know it's... it. <laughs> It's not going to be what you want from your first-line center offensively. That is not Kampf's game at all. He's way more of a fourth-line center. But when you look, you know, at this team, no one else right now can win a face-off besides David Kampf. And when that's the case, I, I can't really argue with this move. I mean, you want your best players to be playing with the puck as much as possible, and... Recently, Suter has not been great in that department. He's won just 43% of his draws, and it's been an, a, a struggle here for him lately. And, and when that happens, you probably got to make a move. Not sure if it's going to be a permanent change to the top line for David Kampf, but definitely something to keep an eye on for the Hawks in these next couple of games. Late in the period, though, after the nice play by Kampf to set up Kane for uh, the Blackhawks to take a 1-0 lead, we saw Duncan Keith take a horrible tripping penalty on Alexander Barkov. It was a borderline dirty play by Duncan Keith. He just it looked like he stuck his leg out and purposely tripped Barkov. It was, as I said, it was kind of a dirty looking play. And then 
Karma did his thing, came back to bite the Blackhawks on the ensuing power play for the Panthers as Owen Tippett's shot from the left circle had bounced off two Blackhawks skates and passed Kevin Lankinen and uh, it would have been big to come out of that first period with the lead, but thanks to some undisciplined play by a veteran player, Duncan Keith, <laughs> cough, cough, the game was tied 1-1 to after 20 minutes. Not great. Um, and then after getting absolutely peppered to open up the second period, some big stops there by Lankin and to keep the game tied. He, he was really good early on for the Hawks. Um, but after a poor effort out of the gate in the second period, the Blackhawks responded by putting together their best stretch of the game as they scored twice within three minutes to take a three to one lead. Philip Kurashev scored for just the second time in a month since February 17th to make it two to one. That was a great stretch pass there from Calvin DeHaan. He made the whole play happen uh, to spring Yanmark for a two on one. He found Kurashev back door and then Moments later, Brandon Hagel stayed hot by scoring his third goal of the season, second in as many games, just doing Brandon Hagel things, grinding his way to a Duncan Keith rebound and putting it home past Bobrovsky to extend his point streak to three and the Blackhawks lead to three to one. But what do you know? Literally just one minute after taking a two to goal lead, Alex DeBrinket takes the definition of an untimely penalty, and that swung the momentum right back in Florida's, fla- Florida's flavor in Florida's favor and changed this game in a hurry. We saw Aaron Eckblad answer on that power play, an absolute snipe past the glove of Kevin Lankinen from the left from the left circle, and then just a minute and two seconds later. Gustav Forsling strikes his revenge against the Hawks because, of course, what else would you expect to happen? Forsling beats Lankinen from a shot from the blue line, screen in front of Lankinen, and it was six foot six Nikita Zadorov. So, no chance for him at all to save that one. And all of a sudden, a familiar feeling as the Hawks blew a three to one lead in just over a minute. And it seems like that's happened to this team a lot this season. Just I've talked about before on the podcast, it's just signs of a young and inexperienced team. And right after that point, I mean, after the the Panthers tied it seemingly effortlessly, uh, I don't think anyone felt good about the Blackhawks' chances heading into that third period. But it was an even worse possible way to lose than any of us expected as... After being gifted with their second power play chance in just under three minutes, like literally Florida was trying to let the Blackhawks steal this one, handing them a silver platter, a golden opportunity. But not only did the Hawks fail to get anything going on the man advantage, but they let Alexander Barkov score a shorthanded goal. Just unacceptable right there. And it wasn't even just that sequence where the Hawks got outplayed by the Panthers PK like without a doubt the Panthers penalty kill had the better of the chances when the Hawks were on the power play throughout the game that's and and that's the toughest part about all of this like I've been talking about throughout the episode the Panthers just simply outworked the Blackhawks tonight and it made a huge difference down the stretch because after that after that shorty by Barkov there was nothing going on from the Hawks offense even with the goalie pulled, there was no desperation at all. They couldn't win any of the battles to win win the puck and get anything set up. 
and Florida winds up with two empty netters to to make this one look as ugly as it probably should have. 6-3 to three, the final score. Two power play goals allowed by the Hawks PK, plus the shorthanded goal by Barkoff, the game winner. Special teams really was the difference in this one to me, and the Blackhawks, they're going to need to sure up that department in a hurry before their next series against the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning because they're one of the best, if not the best team in the entire National Hockey League on both the power play and the penalty kill. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's my recap of the Blackhawks' 6-3 loss to Florida tonight. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about the Hawks' current position in the standings and what their chances are of making the postseason with the upcoming schedule. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar on the market that we have been telling you about for some time now. Built Bar is the amazing, low calorie, low sugar, and high fiber protein bar that is made out of 100% chocolate. And right now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best because it is Built Bar Madness. A full bracket with each and every Built Bar flavor to find out which one is the best. Be sure to check it out by going to BuiltBar.com or check out BuiltBar on Twitter at Built underscore Bar. And don't forget about our exclusive promo code, which is LOCKED15, one word, LOCKED, capital L, then the number 15 to get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And be sure to check back to see who's won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. I also need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and for college basketball, it's the best time of the year. March Madness is upon us. And for those interested in other things aside from sports, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Start your week off with Lockdown NHL so you don't miss another big hockey story. Every Monday, Lockdown Kings host Sarah Avampato interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars by subscribing to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished recapping the Blackhawks' 6-3 loss to the Florida Panthers tonight. 
Last, before I wrap up today's episode, I want to quickly talk about the Blackhawks' position in the standings and what their playoff hopes look like now that we're 30 games into the 2021 regular season. It's gone by pretty quickly. Um, So, at the moment, the Blackhawks sit in fourth place in the Discover NHL Central Division with 33 points. They are behind the Florida Panthers in first place with 42 points. The Carolina Hurricanes are in second with 41 points. And the Tampa Bay Lightning sit in third place with 40 points. So, a pretty decent-sized gap there between those top three and the Blackhawks in fourth. But the gap between... The four and five spots right now is not nearly as big. Just four points separate the Hawks in fourth and the fifth place Blue Jackets, who have 29 points through 30 games. Still a two-win advantage there for the Hawks. But when you take a look at their upcoming schedule, it's tough to feel all that confident about that lead because the next two games for the Chicago Blackhawks, they're in Tampa Bay against the Lightning. And then after that, the Hawks, they go back up to Chicago to take on this tough Florida Panthers team once again. So back-to-back, two of the top teams in the NHL for the next four games. And then after that, they still have the Carolina Hurricanes coming up on the schedule. Two more with the Dallas Stars after that. So not an easy path. Coming up for the Hawks, each and every point they can earn right now is so crucial. And that's why it's so difficult to see them have an effort like they did tonight against Florida. Just not even close to good enough or deserving of a better outcome. They deserve to lose that game. Um, As I said earlier, you know, that is a good team that they were facing off against tonight. I totally get it. But to have no points in the series and just two in their last five games, I have a feeling that's going to come back and bite the Hawks at some point. And we could even see the gap between fourth and fifth place get a whole lot tighter if the Hawks aren't able to clean up their game in the next two series against the Lightning and Panthers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Monday, March 15th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is near the midway point, and the best way to keep track of all the news is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account. That's at JackBushman2. Or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.